This is episode 59 of the Kindred Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Sue Allen. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the Kindred Mom Podcast. Today is a special show as we wrap up the Healthy Mom series that we've been doing over on kindredmom.com for the last several months. This has been an incredible series, and I just want to thank all of the women who contributed their essays to the blog, as well as their wisdom on the podcast, and today is going to be a celebration of what we have accomplished together, what we have learned, and really the highlights of all three of the sub-series topics that we covered. I am really glad to have two of my Kindred Mom team members here to chat with me today as we reflect on the series. Lindsay Cornett and Jennifer Van Winkle both share their ideas and thoughts of what they've taken away from the series. And I have to say, it's been really impactful for me, especially with all of the crazy stuff that has happened with me in the last year, which you can find on earlier episodes of this podcast if you're really interested. But I'm really pleased to just say that I have welcomed my son, who has been um, the anticipation of the last few months in my life and he is actually with me as I recorded the second part of this show so you might hear some baby sounds in this recording and um, that is why but I'm so glad that he's here and if you have a chance I would love for you to hop over to our Kindred Mom Facebook group where we continue these conversations and connect with each other thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful day Today, I'm excited to be welcoming Jenny Van Winkle and Lindsay Cornett as we just unpack some of what we have gone through this last few months in the Healthy Mom series. So ladies, welcome. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Hi, Emily. Hi, Jenny. It's so good to have you guys back. I feel like I'm kind of in another world because I am now with baby and I feel like just such a world away from all of the previous recording we did for the last episodes. And I'm excited to have you both here because I feel like I haven't talked to you for a while. But also we have just wrapped up a really incredible series, which I'm super proud of. All of the wonderful essays that came in for each of the months and the contributions of our writers and residents who were so awesome this spring. And I would really just love to know how you guys are processing and ruminating on the different things that we've discussed these last couple of months in the Healthy Mom series. I have really loved this series too. Like you were saying, Emily, I've loved the progression between mind, body, and soul. I've loved thinking about this idea of health from so many different angles. And, you know, this series has kind of been convicting for me in a lot of ways. I think Mm -hmm. there are some ways that I take care of myself well. I'm pretty good and intentional about getting enough rest and Mm. um, making time for creative projects and things like that. But I've also been really convicted about things like the fact that I never make doctor's appointments for myself and things (laughs) like that, you know? Um, There's just been so many different essays. I think about Lori Ann's essay about um, her own health uh, scare with her heart and things like that. And it's not that any of us have to do all of these things perfectly right? There's, you know, a million different ways we can care for ourselves. But I've just been thinking a lot about where I can be doing better. Like, there are some areas of my health that I think I just ignore. So I'm sort of coming out of this series with a little bit more resolve um, to maybe do a bit better moving forward. I agree with you, Lindsay. I have been a person that sort of when considering the term health, 
only think of a physical, how physical health is manifested in the body. And I don't really think about soul health or emotional health. And so exploring the essays and just, you know, considering those topics really caused me to kind of open my world view a little bit to, oh, there's health in all these other kind of, (laughs) all these other places that I had no idea that I might be neglecting, like you were saying. And it's really easy to kind of gloss over things when you're in mom mode and there's really not a lot of bandwidth to take care of emotional health or soul health. I mean, there's not a lot of time to take care of physical health. And so it can be kind of overwhelming when you think about all these other areas that maybe you're not hitting the mark, but kind of what I really loved reading about was just sort of the beauty and imperfection and how it's not about trying to fit into this perfection, be as healthy as you can possibly be all the time, but just having the awareness that maybe you aren't considering a a part of your life Mm -hmm. as equally as a different part of your life and how you can put that into more of a balance. I think that's where a lot of the battle is largely fought is just in the awareness there. And I think So I was really grateful for even just considering that there's a whole other realm out there. Yeah, I agree, Jenny. And I think the awareness bit that you mentioned kind of made me think about um, not only like an awareness, but also a a curiosity, right, about ourselves, about our own lives, just paying attention to when something feels off or when something's not working. Um, I know my tendency is to try to just ignore problems in the hopes that they will go away or resolve themselves. And I think that one thing that this series has taught me is that it takes a little bit of curiosity, right? That we just have to be paying closer attention sometimes. And when we feel like something might be off or we don't feel totally healthy in a certain area to not try to push through it or um, to just, like I would do, ignore it, but to really um, pay attention and ask ourselves like, okay, what's going on in this area? Is this something that I need to address? Again, not out of a sense of, um, you know, the quote unquote shoulds, but um, and not out of a sense of perfectionism, but just out of a desire to care for ourselves well, because we have got to take care of ourselves. That's the other thing I think this series has reminded me of. And it's not only because our kids need us, though they do, but just because we're worth it, you know, and we've got a big job to do as moms and we have to be able to bring our full selves to the job. Um, And we can't do that if we're not willing to take care of ourselves. Yeah, this has been an incredibly personal series for me because of everything I've been through this last nine months with my multiple diagnosis. Troubles and this pregnancy and welcoming this baby. And there has never been a time in my life that I have been more aware of the very physical needs that I have. And I just, I think that it's been really good to explore this from a variety of different angles, knowing that every person struggles to value themselves in different ways. Like some people do a great job at exercising and eating well and, you know, and more power to them. That is the one that I am hoping to gain the most ground in this coming year. Um, And some people do a really good job of just really paying attention to their heart and, and the emotional and spiritual needs that they have. And so I guess the takeaway that I have 
come away from this series with that I just really want other moms to embrace for themselves is that there is such value in your personhood as an individual that it's so easy to allow ourselves to be, um, as you explored in your essay, Jenny, what's cooking on the back burner. It's so easy to put ourselves on the back burner and not even realize that we are neglecting our own very basic needs in real ways that sometimes will come back to bite us. (laughs) I feel like that's been happening with me this last year. It's not that everything that I've experienced was a direct result of something I could have changed, but I know from my own reflection time and my time going through a lot of treatment and seeing doctors and extra ultrasounds and all the things that have happened that there's a lot of things that I have just really blatantly ignored about what my body needs and that can't continue. And fortunately for me, the things that I have experienced this last nine months are uh resolvable. There, there is an end in sight. I'm only on treatment for another four to five weeks, and then I will be completely done with everything that I've been doing. Um, but I don't know, it's been very sobering to realize the, the fact that we can't ignore our needs forever. No, but also how exciting it is to be on the cusp of something brand new. And you've been in this mm-hmm. state of needing, and, and most moms, right? We come from this place of we're here, we're surviving, we're doing what we need to do to just get through a certain day or get through a season. And when we come to the end of that and we come up for air and all of a sudden we realize we don't need to be wrangling kids and making sure we have strollers and and diaper bags and all the things and our kids can walk or or you know like what you're dealing with Emily you have your physical challenges are coming to a place of they're not as challenging as they once were and how bright the horizon can be and how exciting it can be to look forward to do something that you haven't done in a long time can feel yeah. brand new and that's really well I know I have a whole lot of work ahead of me as far as regaining my strength and my core muscles and all that stuff but I am really looking forward to that process because I just see the importance of it in a way that I didn't used to and um, quite honestly like the last few weeks of my pregnancy I was having to eat on a really stringent uh, diet for the gestational diabetes that I was going through. And I realized through that, like, even though it was such a stringent diet that took a lot of discipline and um, focus, I really did like how I felt eating so well. (laughs) And, you know, it's kind of this epiphany when you are filling your body with nutrients and healthy foods, just that it does make a difference. And, you know, I, I feel like that's kind of it's a silly realization in some respect because it's like stuff that I've already known. But when you experience it in a very practical way, uh, it's just really given me a lot of fuel for wanting to continue those good habits that were started out of necessity um, to continue them by choice. I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it too, that sometimes I, for me anyway, when I think about 
health or an area where I want to get more healthy, it kind of looms as this big project up ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And just like you were saying, Jenny, instead to view it as an opportunity and as something new that I get to step into, um, which I hear echoed in what you're saying too, Emily. Mm -hmm. I think that's just a really beautiful way to think about it. Well, I just would love to pick open the Healthy Mom series just a little bit. If there was something that really resonated with you about a particular essay or a podcast episode even, um, there are just so many wonderful women who contributed to the thoughts and the conversations that we've been having on these different topics. And we started in February on The Healthy Mind, which was a really wonderful conversation, uh, largely about mental health or just kind of being... um, well in the mental space of our lives. And there was just some great stuff there. Um, What stuck out to you as stuff that you will be thinking on for a while? Gosh, for me, the biggest thing that I came away with was that my emotional health is such a huge thing that I have neglected (laughs) for so long. Mm -hmm. And that realization, just cracking open that whole topic for me has has allowed me to see myself as a, a multifaceted person. And just knowing that there are there are reasons behind my emotions that I behave in a way mentally and physically based on those things. And it's less like I'm just this loose cannon that's, that's firing off for no apparent reason, but that there Mm -hmm. are reasons for things. For me, it was just like, Oh my gosh, this is so incredible. Like I I understand understand (laughs) myself in such a different way now. And so it's like, for me, that was just such, it was such a gift to be able to even explore that. I wouldn't have done that had this not been a topic to explore. Yeah. Yeah. It took a lot of courage for all of the sharing that happened, especially in that February mental health month. And I think one of my favorite essays was the one that was called Mothering While Broken, which was by Jennifer Holmes. And it was just such a courageous um, offering of what it looks like to deal with mental illness as a mom and just Uh, I appreciated her courage uh, in sharing her story. And I want to link to that in the show notes for this episode for people who might have missed it. But um, I think that there's so much about pursuing health in whatever facet we're talking about that just stirs up a lot of shame in women, either because they feel like I should be getting this right or I should be, you know, I don't know, I should not have these struggles, but in many ways, we're all struggling with something, I think, um, having to do with some aspect of our health. And so the courage that I saw in um, several of the essays um, just really blew me away. And so that was one that I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, that one came to mind for me too when I was reflecting on this series. I think that was a really, really beautiful essay and I really appreciated Jennifer being willing to share her story with us. Um, The other one that came to mind for me that really was really memorable was Um, from one of our writers Mm -hmm. in residence, Mm -hmm. Shannon Owen. She wrote an essay in the Healthy Mind series called Buried Longings Brought to Light. And it was a bit about her story. Her daughter was in the NICU for a while Mm -hmm. after birth um, with some different birth um, 
she had some different complications and some different unexpected diagnoses. And Shannon talked about how hard it was for her to remember her daughter in those, yeah. you know, first few days of her life without only remembering, you know, all of the tubes and the beeping and the machines and the hospital lights. She just had a hard time sort of separating from that trauma and really remembering those early days with her daughter with kind of the fondness that I think so many of us do. And that essay really resonated with me because my experience is different. I've never had a kid in the NICU, um, but I did have postpartum depression after my son Leo was born. And my memory of that time is really foggy the first year of his life. I have a really hard time remembering what was going on and what he was like as a baby. And I had sort of just kind of pushed that to the side, I think, and really buried that until I read Shannon's essay. And it just resonated with me so deeply. Um, just that this is another thing that I, you know, the postpartum depression is gone now, but there's still probably some healing left to be done, you know? Um, and that's one of the things that I so love about these series. Like we bring together so many different stories. And even though my experience was different, there's still so many commonalities and there's still so much to learn um, from reading one another's stories. And mm -hmm. so I really appreciated that one. So good. Yeah, and I, um, from the March series, I, well, since Robin's not here with us, I feel like we can talk about her a little bit. <laughs> I just loved her essay yeah, on how she quit struggling with her weight. And because because we know her and we love her so much, I just, this was a really meaningful thing for me to read because I know in very real ways, there are still ways that we struggle, even if we are making, gaining ground, right? But just, you know, the quote in her essay that she said, I spent three decades trying to loathe my body into acceptability. I was like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, like, not yeah. such a universal mm -hmm. thing yes. that women deal with as far as maybe not weight, but something that we just think if I can just fix it or if I can just wrangle my way to acceptability. Um, I know, that just was something that hit me kind of deep in the heart. And I don't know. I continue to be really inspired by uh, what was shared in all three of the months. But these are so personal and just yes. super proud of Robin for sharing this piece with us. I agree. That was one where I felt like I wanted to send it to everybody I knew to say like, let's read this. We all, I think we all needed some of the just honesty and encouragement that Robin shared. And also piece. just relief too, like being able yes. to just sit down and be comfortable and accept ourselves. Like that's such a hard thing to do. But I felt like, oh my gosh, I can just let out this collective sigh of relief when I read that essay. I'm just like, we're just normal people yeah. here and we don't have to keep striving. Yes. can just love. Yeah. It's definitely been a rich series. The podcast has been really fun. Our writers in residence, especially this spring, they were all so wonderful. And it just made me realize how much I love the collaborative process of drawing people into our space and onto our podcast. And so um, I just want to say a huge thanks to them uh, and the effort that they put forth and contributing to all three of the months of the series. And um, was there anything especially memorable from our writers in residence you guys want to highlight? Well, I already mentioned the one essay from Shannon that I really loved. I really enjoyed, I was going to say back on, on the podcast topic, I really enjoyed um, listening to your conversation with Rachel about mental health. I She's 
obviously this is an area where she has a lot of expertise because she's a mental health counselor. Um, and she was just so well-spoken about it, but I, I just found so much encouragement and Jenny, like you said, relief in what she shared, um, that it's, it's good and it's important for us to do this work and to explore the, our minds and our hearts and our emotions and to figure out what's lying beneath the surface. Um, I just felt like that was a really valuable conversation. Yeah, for sure it was. I also really enjoyed the podcast conversation with um, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith about rest and the different kinds of rest. It sounds so simple. Like I think in theory we know, right? Oh, of course we need physical rest. We need mental rest. But the way that she just spelled it out so explicitly was really helpful to me. And she said one thing in particular that I have been thinking about almost probably weekly, daily, maybe even since then. And she just talked about that when we choose a rest activity, we should be thinking about exactly what kind of replenishment it's giving us. Like, is it resting our emotions? Is it helping us connect with God? Is it just about getting some more sleep? Um, Like what specific kind of rest is the thing giving us? And I know we've talked about before, right? Like, It's important to try to choose valuable restful activities like maybe taking a nap or reading a book or going for a walk as opposed to things like scrolling Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I think I could always still justify scrolling Instagram (laughs) as being restful though (laughs) until I heard Dr. Dalton Smith say that because I thought like – It feels relaxing in the moment, but I can't identify the thing that it's giving back to Mm -hmm. me. Like it's not actually restoring me in any way. She did say like rest is restorative. Like that is a definition of what makes something rest. And when she was on, I actually heard her on a podcast before she was a guest for us. And the, the first podcast I heard her on, I was just like, this is blowing my mind. Oh my goodness. I have to have her on my show. And when we talked, it was just like one thing after another that just kind of opened up my understanding of what the possibilities for restorative rest could really look like, um, being able to see the different facets of rest and the different areas of life. So that was definitely a highlight for me this spring because uh, I learned so much from her. And now you get to practice. Yeah, me too. Resting. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, got some challenges, but <laughs> it's good. I think that being a healthy mom, one kind of theme I see running through the whole series is that it really takes a lot of creativity. Yeah. Um, I think I think about Tori's essay from the Healthy Soul series about how she kind of checked out a random book about spiritual practices from the library and didn't think she was going to get anything out of it and then discovered this sort of new contemplative practice that was really meaningful for her. Or, you know, Robin shared an essay where she kind of listed different ways that she and her husband carve out time and space. Um, And I just think that it really does require some creativity on our parts, thinking outside of the box, probably asking for help more than we might be comfortable asking. Um, But we have such a great need for rest so that we can be kind of the healthy, whole moms we want to be. And I just felt like I came away from this series with so many new ideas about what that might look like. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important too. Yeah, it's good. I think for me, what I've been taking away from this series has been, we place a lot of emphasis on our job as mother and we treat that 
in high esteem. And we should, because it's very, it's a valuable and noble thing that we're doing. And yeah, I'm not trying to discredit that, but I think what has really stood out to me is that I am a person first. And I feel like I'm realizing that I have to feed the person before any of the mothering things will go on. And sometimes I feel like I'm really just looking for a quick fix that will just sort of help me get through whatever mothering challenges I have. But at the end of the day, I've forgotten myself and I just sort of wear the the mothering hat and I feel sort of empty and hollow inside. And I think what really helped me in this series was the fact that I have a personhood and that mm-hmm. that is the foundation for everything else that I do in my life. And that mothering is one aspect of that. It's a large aspect right now, but it is just one aspect of myself. And to see myself as an individual and honor that has been a brand new awakening also. And it's something that I feel like we kind of get blinders and we can't really see anything else other than the tasks before us. And it's really a breath of fresh air to be able to look around and see, oh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still this person who needs to be fed yeah. and fueled. And I don't know, just treating yourself as worthy of all of the effort that you give to those that you love, that you're worthy of that same care is incredible. So, well, it's definitely been a wonderful series and I'm a little sad to wrap it up, but, um, because of the change of the seasons and also the changes in my life right now, cause I'm going to be just taking the next few months to not do a lot of content creation for kindred mom. I'm going to be nurturing my little man who just arrived to us less than two weeks ago. So I just wanted to let our listeners know that they won't be hearing from us on the blog or really on the podcast either until late summer. And uh, then we'll be back with a new set of topics we want to discuss and explore, but it's going to be a little quiet this summer. So um, that's kind of just for the family time that we all need, as well as just kind of recharging our creative muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so we will be missing the interaction uh, with listeners and readers. Um, but, you know, we'll be around. It won't be like they've disappeared forever. <laughs> we just, mm-hmm. We're taking a little breather. So it's temporary. Practicing what we <laughs> preach right, about exactly. rest. Yeah. Anyway, well, there's uh, an exciting holiday coming up this week. (laughs) Uh, By the time this episode airs, we'll be looking at Mother's Day just a few days ahead. And um, I just, I feel like Mother's Day is uh, one of those holidays that can be a little tricky for some people. Um, Just can be a lot of emotions, either positive or uh, difficult uh, for different reasons. I don't know. I'm just so impressed with the heart and the sacrifice and the courage um, that every mom I know brings to the job that she does. 
and um, whether the Mother's Day holiday is one that brings a lot of joy and restfulness, which I hope it does. But even if it doesn't, um, you know, the whole point of Kindred Mom for me um, has been to dive into what it looks like to mother in a way that is meaningful, that is life-giving in our own experience, that is um, honoring the incredible work that is done in the privacy of our homes that very few people will see and is very seldom applauded. But I just want to applaud mamas who are just giving their all for their kids and serving their families in unseen ways because I just think this work is so important for the health of our families and communities. And it is a place where God also just grows our character and teaches us so much about what love really looks like. And uh, I just, I guess I want to say happy Mother's Day in case no one else says to you from a heartfelt place, happy Mother's Day that we celebrate you. We see you. uh, We are here for you as a community, um, which I know it's, it feels kind of trite to say because I don't get to be in every person's home or go out to coffee with every person that I would love to sit across the table and say, you're doing a good job, mama. But um, since you have me in your ears, I want to say that just personally and directly um, that what you're doing is important and it does have a lasting impact on your children's lives and the lives of people around you to see you pouring in in these ways that are not always celebrated with trophies and with, you know, spa days and whatever else you might be. Gold stars. Trophies, yeah. Um, (laughs) But it's. It's just, I know I'm, I'm waiting for the mom trophy on my mantle now. Just kidding. <laughs> FYI, um, that's Emily's, you know, ideal Mother's Day gift is a trophy. Golden <laughs> trophy. trophy. You watch out, it'll show up, I'm sure. <laughs> so, I'm somewhere. Uh, no. Happy Mother's Day. And, um, you know, I feel like it's, it's a special time for me as I welcomed this little guy into my world this last it's been I think 10 days since he was born and um, so we're just adjusting here and I feel like as soon as the delivery happened I was really sure okay this is a brand new season like the day he's here is a brand new season because it was the end of pregnancy and so many challenges through pregnancy Um, and I found quickly that well yes everything is different that it's a whole new season of challenges. <laughs> it's not like, oh, we're free. And it's definitely like, okay, new rules. <laughs> just, um, so the last It's week- like water. It's just yes. going to find a way to get to you. <laughs> so. so it's been really good and also pretty hard. <laughs> but just so glad to have him here. Yeah, I know that yeah. this has been such a long process and a hard, challenging season for you. And I just, I mean, I kind of want to brag on you for a minute and say that I am so proud of the way that you have navigated it and handled all these challenges with grace and with courage. And I feel inspired just from watching from a distance. And um, I know that you're going to step into this next season with kind of the same grace and courage that you did this past season too. So happy Mother's Day, Emily. Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate that. 
Well, ladies, I think we should wrap this up and say farewell for the summer to our listeners. Um, I just I hope that people will go back and check out whatever they have missed from the Healthy Mom series because it is rich and good and so much of it is very timeless. Um, it will be just as applicable in two months, three months, five months, years probably from now as it has been as we've gone through it in real time. Um, it's just... I appreciate everyone who contributed to this series, um, who was a guest on our podcast this last few months, and just wish you guys all a really delightful summer full of fun. Yay. Happy summer. Happy summer, everybody. Happy summer, everybody.